0: Hi, I'm Carol Glover, the Maverick Maker, and this week on What Makes a Maverick? The Maverick Student. So today I'm going to talk about those experiences we all had at school that have shaped our lives, And in many cases, they've led us into what we've ended up doing with the large slug of our our life and our career. Um, And I was no different. Uh, I worked hard at school. I'm very determined, I'm very conscientious. I have already said, I'm not very academic. So I worked really, really hard, stayed in a really good form, class, whatever you want to call it these days. And because I was with much brighter people, I learned to grow, I learned to develop. However, when it came to being in what we call in the UK, the sixth form, I was not near the top of the class. I worked really, really hard, but I knew I wouldn't go to university. And so um, the deputy head teacher asked me one day what I was going to do. And I loved my sport and I sort of thought I'd do something sporting. And you know what? If maybe the time was today, then I'd have been a fitness trainer or I'd have done something in the sports science area. But of course, at the time for me, uh, these were completely new. So, talking to him, he realized that i um my family was not terribly well off so since the age of thirteen, because you could then i'd worked i'd worked in shops in the summer, growing up in the Isle of Man. there was a big tourist season, I would have had three jobs. While I was at school, I carried on working um, in the evenings as a glass washer in a pub. I know it sounds strange to say that, but hey, that was then. And, um, And so he said to me, have you thought of doing business studies? And I said, well, it would be nice to do business because for five years I've been working in business, but at the same time, I'm not academic, And he said to me, no, but there's a new type of place that you can study, a polytechnic. Let me have a little look. So off he went and he found um, some prospectuses. We had a look at them. We picked a couple and he actually spoke to them. And they said, if I could get two A-levels, then I could go to their their polytechnics. And lo and behold, they weren't the greatest grades that I ever could have got. But I got my two A-levels. And so... I ended up going off to Teesside Polytechnic at age 18, leaving the Isle of Man, going to the other side of the country and studying. But of course, my whole school thing behind me, I'd, I'd always felt quite intimidated by all the smart people. Um, I was in a fairly small class in my last year of 20, and five of them went to Oxbridge. I mean, it was a great school, Douglas High School, and I'm very proud to have gone there. But nonetheless, there's nothing like being non-academic and being in a class with really smart people um, although it's very good for the soul as I've said already. So off I went to side. And I had another great revelation of my life because I turned up and in my first year of BA Business Studies, um, the class was 30, um, 33 males and me. So I spent the next four years on a sandwich degree, just me and 33 males. Um, and of course, I took to the course like a duck to water because I'd been working in business. I have a business brain and I had no idea uh, just how good doing business was going to be. And it was absolutely the making of me. And that's what I would say about being a student. You know, we are, it's a very frustrating time in in the growth of education because we are finding that the generic nature of so much of education is not suitable for the world that is evolving ahead of us. And, you know, I'm not here to get into that today. But what I would say for me is that school gave me a level of determination and study and conscientiousness, but it was only when I went to a polytechnic that was extremely vocationally driven, very close to business and industry, that I absolutely flew. And I want to just end this uh, this segment by saying that I was 18, I left the Isle of Man, I went to Middlesbrough. 10 years later, um, I was in charge of spending 200 million pounds a year for one of the UK's big retailers. So, you know, wherever you are and whatever you're doing in terms of your own, what you believe your own abilities to be, I would never have believed that I was going to be doing that within 10 years and at 28 there I was and I believe that's possible for anybody who believes in themselves who can think differently like a maverick who's very determined and of course I was always determined to get on with people and I want to just share something that I looked at recently because I was asked on some self-development work what sort of words were used about me when I was at school and there were two one was disruptive and one was chatty. And if you know me, you'll know they're both extremely spot on. But I think being disruptive or a disruptor is pretty much a badge of honour in the modern world. And communicating effectively, uh, emotional intelligence, helping people feel relaxed in your company is another. So there are two words that were used about me, not in a positive way when I was at school. And as I've gone on in my life, because my family upbringing was such that it made me determined to be different, determined to be true to myself, I stuck with it. And that is my final um, piece of of advice for anyone who's an aspiring leader, wants to be great at what they do and better still a maverick. Be true to yourself and those things that you know are right and feel right for you, always, always wear them as a badge of honour. Okay, see you next time, everybody. Want to learn how to enjoy life on your terms? Subscribe to What Makes a Maverick podcast or follow me, Carol Glover Coaching, on LinkedIn, Insta and Facebook. And until next time, keep learning, keep living and keep smiling. What makes a maverick? As a ginger punk inspired misfit from the Isle of Man, I've followed the path of the possible, using an immense growth mindset and morphing into a maverick along the way. I've lived life on my terms, had a blast doing it, been an unconventional CEO, sister, wife, beloved dog owner, and bundle of crazy spontaneous energy. So I invite you to join me on what makes a maverick. A podcast with attitude for those who always wanted to be different but didn't know where to start. It's here.